1: There are quite a few canines working in law enforcement thanks to Working Dogs Oregon. RKXL Everyday Hero is the man who trains these dogs and places them with officers all around the state. Well, Darren Campbell is president of the Radio Cab Foundation. He also started a training service for dogs in 2012 because his wife needed one. Then it branched out from there when canine Mick from the Portland Police Department was shot and killed.
0: When we made the decision to start Working Dogs Oregon, really we were helping individuals who don't have the money to buy service dogs. And, and really, it's you know twenty five to $30,000 in a two- or three-year waiting list. So your option is just train your own dog. And so that's really where we started. So we were helping a lot of veterans and a lot of individuals train their own dog to be their psychiatric service dog. And we made the decision then that we were not going to charge anybody anything for for what we did. And we've stuck to that. That gave us the incentive to create Working Dogs Oregon as a 501c3 nonprofit. So we're able to take donations and by no means does the amount of donations we bring in cover the costs of what we do, but it helps. It's the impact that the dogs make on communities. And I would point you towards Albany as a great example of what a dog can do in the community. We we donated um, Bentley to them in August of 22 and they have utilized Bentley so much. He He's involved in everything they do in the community and he's just this big old goofy black lab but he's there for victims and he's he's a great community outreach. Um, He goes into all the schools and he goes into the hospitals and and it's just amazing to see these dogs and how huge of an impact they make on the community. People always ask me, how do you give them up? uh, And it's that. It's we get to see how huge of an impact they make and that's what makes it easy for us to give them away.
1: What made you decide to work with dogs? I mean, have you just always been a fan of them?
0: Started with my wife needing a service dog and it took off from there you know we've we've had dogs in the past it's, it hasn't been like the center of our universe up until then and now it's it's everything we do i mean everywhere you look is dog with us now uh, i've got three dogs sitting around me right now just curled up in ball staring at me waiting for the next move so it's, wow it, it's just non-stop and it's growing incredibly well so um, it
1: sounds like there's a shortage of trained dogs and dog trainers.
0: For sure. The therapy dog thing, um, you know, there's a couple different lanes that that can go into. It's community outreach, it's officer and staff wellness, and then victim support. And no matter which direction we place a dog, they end up doing all three. But it's a new program to law enforcement. It's something that you don't see a lot. Um, And I would venture to guess that Oregon is ahead of the curve on the number of therapy dogs they have placed in law enforcement and that's probably because of us. It's not law enforcement-like to have a dog like that in place and have a resource like that in place. So it's new within the last few years and the chiefs of police and the sheriffs are really starting to embrace it and yeah, it's a shortage. If you want to go find one um, that's fully trained, it's going to cost quite a bit and when you're competing with the necessary law enforcement tools for that money. Uh, It's rare that you're going to find a department to invest in that resource. That kind of makes it positive that we're willing to donate these dogs and, and place them for free. It definitely has helped some departments make the decision to take them.